that middle interview. As we continue our rock journey, our metal journey, if you will, life goes on, rocking and rolling. So anyways, we have a very special guest once more. His name is Todd Kearns. In case you don't know who Todd is, he plays bass with Slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. Uh, he has a band called Heroes and Monsters right now that he's promoting. So we'll talk about Todd in a bit and we will chat with him about this new record uh, that just came out on Frontiers Music SRL, Frontiers Records. You guys can find it online, you can stream it. And uh, anyways, let's go with Break Me, I'm Yours with Heroes and Monsters featuring Mr. Todd Kearns three-piece band Steph Burns Will Hunt we'll be right back enjoy Break Me I'm Yours
now, if you want to say it sounds like ACDC, if you want to say it sounds like this and that, that is completely fine. You have the freedom to judge and to express your opinion on whichever song or whichever type of music you wish. So anyways, those are my two cents right there. I believe it sounds a little bit like ACDC. But then again, if you listen to other other jams by Heroes and Monsters, uh, such as uh, Locked and Loaded, uh, Let's Ride It, uh, Raw Power, other singles, you know, from this brand new, brand new record. They are all badass and they do not sound like ACDC. Maybe you can hear a couple of similarities here and there from different influences. And Todd is going to talk about that. So anyways, let's go with Todd Kearns on this interview on That Metal Interview Podcast. Enjoy. Let's start with uh, what part of the world are you at? I'm in Las Vegas, Nevada. You've been there for a while, huh? How many years have you been there? I've been here 16 years. Shocking. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sin City. Yeah, I've been there a couple of times. It's just a, a great town, great city. It is. It's it's great for us because there's a huge music thing that you can work here as a musician and, and, and have a life. It's interesting to be able to play music but go home at night and sleep in your own bed. Yeah, that's cool, it's huh? important. Uh, before we begin, uh, how'd you get the nickname, uh, you know, damn it, how did that come about? <laughs> <laughs> that is a silly old name. Todd Dammit basically rhymes with God damn it is basically where it came from. Toddzilla, all kinds of nonsense like that. But it was kind of one of those funny things where, you know, like in the punk rock bands like Johnny Rotten or any of those kind of things where you yeah. take your name and you just stick some kind of wacky thing at the end of it and that's your that's your name. So Todd Dammit was like that funny uh, thing that when I when I first came to Vegas I you know I, I would jokingly refer to myself as Todd Dammit on stage and then Vinnie Paul from Pantera was a friend of ours and would come around and he loved to scream Todd Dammit across casinos and <laughs> no Vinnie Vinnie's here speaking of Texas and um, and uh, I don't even think he knew what my real name was frankly I think he just thought I was Todd Dammit so he was um, wow he was an ama- he was an amazing man yeah um, for sure yeah. And, and then it just sort of stuck. Then Slash started calling me that on stage. And then it really stuck. And then, <laughs> you know, there, then there was a damaged shirt. And that turned into a whole other enterprise that, you know, wow. that still exists. That's so cool. <laughs> I was wondering about that. Yeah. So uh, we're here to speak about uh, Heroes and Monsters, uh, self-titled. Who arranged uh, all the songs, you know, lyrics, uh, uh, riffs and all that? Well, it's one of those weird communal. It takes a village when you do these kind of things. It's... um. The interesting thing was when when they approached me, um, Will and Steph, about doing this. They did have some music kind of already up and running. So okay. me coming in, me coming in at the uh, you know the three quarter mark was um, well, I probably came in at the one quarter mark. Anyway, um, it was sort of uh, you know a lot of uh, communal and collaborative kind of project. Which I think is the most fun, really. If you're going to do a project that you know is is quite collaborative, then collaborate. You know, so we really enjoyed our our time just kind of knocking the ideas together, and um, yeah, uh, you know, when it and when it comes to lyrics and and music and all of it, it was sort of like everything was up for grabs. Okay, yeah, that was one of my questions. Uh, did you guys have a, a picture of what you want of the album, the the band, the sound? You know, or did you just uh, started uh, jamming uh, random riffs and uh, just fresh ideas but there you go you can they had already a plan of a of a quarter yeah, of the deal of. i mean i think that you know when i say like there there was a lot of ideas floating around and and that's the interesting thing about making a record is you can come up with say 15 20 songs 
and then you can kind of carve it out to sound like you can make a record sort of if you pick pick 10 of those songs you can make it sound however you want it like you can get get rid of some of the soft songs or get rid of some of the other songs and make it just a straight rock and roll record or yeah. you can kind of like um play with this and that so a lot of the sound was sort of discovered along the way yeah and i think that i think a lot of the uh the intention to kind of not necessarily make it the same you know like make it sound like the same 10 songs in a row yeah it was sort of more like let's make it you know have some some variance to it where yeah. it's kind of like Variety. soft sounding songs and 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 then like some harder sounding songs that's cool the songs yeah. what i've heard so far uh sounds badass to me uh, i'm a Thank rock you. i'm a rock metal fanatic and a fan of course and it's just straightforward rock and roll badass so yep. how would you categorize uh, heroes and monsters i think that's a pretty good example i mean a pretty good definition i think it's 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 kind of difficult to especially trying to you know quantify what you want it to be called yourself because i think that music is such a um subjective thing i think from one individual to another someone might look at heroes and monsters and go oh it's the heaviest thing i've ever heard you know yeah. if they listen to the to pop music yeah and then somebody else might go it's not heavy enough so Yeah. I think it's a it's a pretty good example of, of, of all the music that we love. You get something like say Let's Ride It a song that, you know, there's a video for that. Yeah. And there's a, you know elements of uh Cheap Trick and there's elements of some sort of 70s kind of references in there and I think that we have like, you know, Locked and Loaded this is a straight up very, you know, rocking hard sort of song. I think that we, you know, we have many sort of shades and different things in our utility belt that we can pull out on occasion and that's sort of the fun of it is is the ability to do you know not necessarily just do one thing is to kind of be able to do a bunch yeah that's cool for people uh, that don't know who are the other band members will hunt is the drummer for evanescence and yep. he um you know he's played with black label he's played with vince neal and tommy lee yeah in different projects um he's been in a lot of different stuff he's uh he's very uh amazingly talented drummer oh, but yeah. he also ended up you know much to my surprise was a very talented mixer and 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 producer oh really okay and um then is a great songwriter so we basically end up with um you know a very talented guy that has been an old friend of mine and then step burns who i didn't know that well but have you know obviously become to be very good friends with is has been in alice cooper and yt huey lewis in the news oddly enough He's done a lot of really cool stuff. Wow. And is now, you know, now he plays with an artist named Vasco Rossi from Italy and has been with him for a long time. So okay. that's been going very well. He's been, you know, he's been living in Milan for a, a long time. And uh, that's why we're headed to Italy pretty soon. Wow. What a combination right there. Uh, All-star, tons of experience for sure. Uh, how did this yes, come? Certainly uh, tons of experience, yeah. Yeah. How did this come together? How did, you know, how did they contact you or... or What, how, well, how they reached out to me they they reached out to me they were um uh they were they were the two of them had already been kind of like commiserating on some ideas and 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 some different plans and then for me it was more a case of uh they reached out to me and said i was like yeah that sounds like a that sounds like a blast yeah. and um you know we send files back and forth keep in mind we had to do the entire thing remotely because it was during covid Um, you know, so that was that was the biggest, uh, you know, reason why it happened is because we were all so, yeah. you know, available. And Will was in um, Florida, and Steph was in Italy, and I was in Las Vegas. So we we just managed to make it work. Wow, very cool. So how about the name? 
Very, very cool, rockish name. It sounds like a movie. Uh, who came up it with it? does, the, doesn't it? Whose idea was that, and what's behind the name? I think Will came up with the name, um, if I remember correctly. I always sort of looked at it as sort of like, you know, the idea that one person's hero can be another person's monster. You know, I think that, you know, I think that, you know, that that example exists. It could even be the Internet. You know, the Internet is is a great thing and a terrible thing at the same time. Yeah. Know, <laughs> and, um, you know, and I suppose there's, you know, from, from a political standpoint, it seems like somebody loves this person, but another person hates that person. And it's just sort of, and I think that it really kind of, it's said quite a lot. And I, I think like most things, you kind of have to leave it up to the individual to decide what, what that really means. But I, that's kind of where I went with it. Yeah, very cool. When I first heard that name, it's just like, wow. Very, very cool. Frontiers. It's hard to, it's hard to come up with band names. It's, you know, it's one of the hardest things in the world, but there it is. So uh, let's speak Toke. Uh, I love the yeah. song uh, Never Enough For You a very very cool song melodic uh, rockish at the same Thank time you. yeah I'm a huge uh, 80s fanatic and 90s fanatic and there's a touch of different uh, styles there uh, what, give yeah, us, what, give, what's the update on that Took is an ongoing uh, we've been doing that for you know a long time and it's an ongoing thing that we do um, you know again it's another project that has guys you know guys from Slash and guys from Shania Twain and guys from all kinds of different projects. So, you know, we um, we started uh, as a as a tribute uh, tribute band is the wrong word, but we started doing charity shows in Canada, doing a lot of Canadian music that we love, and then we sort of branched into writing our own music, as you know, as most bands tend to. And um, yeah, we just really had a blast writing songs and, and coming up with ideas and 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 stuff like Never Enough for You is is a, is is a good, very good example of what what we do. And it's very sort of, um, we wanted it to be very much sort of sounding like a lot of the music we were covering from from around that time period. So the song has elements of that of that time frame. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like big production, big just big keyboards going on. The guitar solo is way over the top. <laughs> yeah. Big vocals, you know. But it uh, it was great. It was it's been really fun doing that. And there's still new music coming. Oh really? Okay, awesome. I love that song right there. Um, thank you. Uh, you're super talented, of course. Everybody knows, and uh, a gift, oh, a gift for sure. Yeah, I saw an older video of you uh, singing with Slash, uh, the Conspirators, a gig in uh, uh, Rio de Janeiro. Welcome to the Jungle. You sang it. Yeah, I don't know if you recall yeah. that. Yeah, you recall that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Yeah. It's always easy to remember playing in Rio because it's like <laughs> the craziest audiences in the world. Yeah. Crazy fans, yes. right? Yeah, Slash has always been really good to me that way. He's sort of like, he'll often just look at me and go, do you know the words to Out to Get Me? And I go, yeah, okay. <laughs> and we'll just play Out to Get Me or or You're Crazy or Welcome to the Jungle or My Michelle sometimes and, and then some songs from his solo record in 2010. Depends on what we're doing, yeah. It's like Miles is the lead singer in that band and, yeah. and I, you know, when he's, he, he enjoys taking a break. He's like, y- you sing one. Okay, I'll get up and sing a couple songs. So it's wow. pretty fun. It's, it's 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 a lot of fun doing that. Well, that's so cool. He doesn't hug up the mic. I've seen bands that you know that nobody else can sing, but that lead singer guy. So that's cool of Miles. Well, that's give... usually the case. I mean, most bands, it's like that. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. That's a whole other subject and other interview. Speaking of uh, the cons- <laughs> conspiracy, yeah, conspirators, you know, all that. It's just another interview. Uh, speaking totally. of Slash. How is it working with such a legend like Slash? How does it feel? It's been a it's been a blast. I mean, Slash is a uh, a very easygoing individual. For as driven and as hardworking as he is, he's very laid back, very California that way. And um, you know, he he has you know a 
high expectations, high expectations of himself and high expectations of the band and, and the players, but everybody in the band is, uh, more than up for the job. Yeah. And, um, you know, so we, uh, we have a blast playing together. He's really, he's really an awesome dude. Yeah. He's my friend, you know, so wow. we really, uh, we really have a blast doing that. So yeah, no, he's, he's awesome. He really is awesome. So he is who he is on, on camera and interviews. He's just a regular guy, regular foe. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's slash, you know, you're, you're constantly reminded of how, how, you know, the, the big reminder is when you get around other people who freak out, you know, but yeah. it's, uh, he's a very, very easygoing, unassuming, happy guy. Yeah. So, Generally. so speaking of yourself, um, since when did you start singing, uh, or at what age did you, did you pick up an instrument, a guitar, a bass or a mic? Were you a, a small boy, a teenager? Yeah, I was about 11, I think, when I first got into playing guitar. My father had a guitar, so I learned a couple chords off of him. Then I got my own guitar, and then I got a bass, put a band together, probably around 13. We were, really? You know, making horrible noises together. <laughs> 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 and then that horrible noise becomes a little less horrible. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know how it goes, and then... Yeah. And then you... And then I started playing with much older people, like, I, you know, I... I could get around on on the bass, and, and then it was sort of um, come play with you know these older you know people who weren't even in high school anymore, and then uh, and then it kind of went from there, yeah. Wow. Just sort of like like leaned right into it as of like you know by high school I was sort of playing every weekend in in a band. Really? Wow. Where, yeah. Where was this at? What city? That's in Canada. Okay. In small town Canada. Okay. I was playing in a band, and we would go out. And the funny thing was, back in those days, all the high schools would have bands play for their high school dances. It's kind of funny to imagine that now, because there's so much of like a, a DJ seems like such an obvious choice. But yeah, yeah, bands would come play. So we would travel every weekend and play like Friday, Saturday nights. So, you know, play pubs and stuff, too, and bars. Yeah. But, yeah, it was kind of my high school job where yeah. some of my friends were... Some of my friends were bagging groceries, and I was just playing gigs on weekends. Wow. <laughs> Very young. You started real young. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a huge, yeah. I'm a huge, uh, a Kiss fan, and I saw Me that too. the couple of gigs, yeah, the couple of gigs you did with Bruce Kulick uh, in Vegas, and then the, the you know the Kiss cruise and all that. How did that go with uh, with Bruce? Is he a cool person? Uh, and how was the whole experience? Oh, Bruce is amazing. He's a he's a wonderful guy too. I've known Bruce a long time, um, but then the uh, the idea of starting to do these Kiss cruise type things came up, and uh, yeah, we we just sort of. It initially started as kind of like, let's see what happens, and then it turned into a, uh, it turned into a, an ongoing thing. So I mean, we just did New Year's Eve and and uh, New Year's Eve Eve together, um, and it was a blast. I mean, it's it's you know I'm I'm a fan of the music, so it's yeah. it's easy to kind of learn to it. call it up. It's easy to yeah, it's easy to kind of make it work. And um, I love all the guys. It's Brent Fitz again from the Slash Band. Yeah. And um, our friend Zach, who plays with Corey Taylor from Slipknot's band, and yeah, it was, it's a blast. We have a blast doing that. Sounds great. So, who comes up with the the set list? Does Bruce uh, do the set the song list, or everybody pitches in ideas? Or yeah, generally Bruce has an idea of what he wants to do. We usually have called out a couple of wild cards. Yeah, <laughs> there's been some pretty wild. There's been some pretty wild. You know, like we managed to talk him into doing Exciter from a Lick It Up one night. Oh wow! And that was that was pretty fun. So. Oh, a lot wow. of those kind of things, you know, it's sort of Bruce is pretty open to uh, doing something a little different uh, now and again. So you're also an actor. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, you've appeared on several uh, independent films. How did you get into acting? How did this come about? You know, it's so funny because I, I initially was sort of, you know, always approached to be, you know, the long-haired, tattooed junkie or musician in a, yeah. in a film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it wasn't a real stretch, you know. I was like, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> so it's something I never really have taken all that seriously. Uh, but I do enjoy it, and it's something I almost... I was almost doing another one uh, this past year, but it hasn't sort of formulated. So it may come up um, maybe next year as things sort of kind of... Now that things are kind of back to normal, it might kind of come back. But uh, yeah, it's something I never really have, have uh, put a lot of... Uh, effort into but you know it's uh, it's fun i really enjoy it it's 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 actually really challenging because when you do you know something as comfortably as i do music it's really challenging when somebody goes hey what about um yeah. this you know it's kind of like uh i guess you know you just never think about it and then you know you have to remember remember lines and deliver yeah. them without sounding stupid and it's, it's, it's challenging because <laughs> it's, it's not it's not easy wow a whole different uh craft animal totally yeah yeah i have a great deal of respect for people who do it for sure real. man you're super busy um you also have a podcast how's that going you know i only did the podcast during lockdown i okay. only i did it mostly as just kind of a fun way to pass the time and get caught up with friends who are also locked at home yeah and it was really fun i really enjoyed it i, I think that you know I, again i didn't really think about it in terms of doing it as a long-term yeah plan but it was um yeah it was stuff. really fun to get to talk to like you know people that i respect and people that i really love and yeah and, and just get to be able to kind of hang out with them because it was during a time when none of us were really allowed to hang out so it was kind of well let's hang out on on zoom yeah and then put it on youtube you know yeah and that's kind of what i did it's something that I've, i've always entertained you know again uh finding a way to do it you yeah. know a, a, diff a different way to do it somewhere down the line but Yeah. I figure I'll get around to it when things kind of lighten up. Yeah, you're super busy. You just got a, a couple of bands and Slash and all that. Just... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to find the time to do a, a podcast as well would be exhausting. Yeah. Any update on... Here's a left uh, field question. Any update on The Age of Electric? Um, We just had a song placed on a Canadian television series called, called Letterkenny, which is on Hulu, oddly enough. So oh, wow. we just recently had a song, uh, a song from like 95 just appear on a television show um wow but it um yeah it, it's weird because age of electric is i mean we're in constant contact you know my brother was in the band and um it's one of those things that we uh you know we came up together and everybody's still doing their thing and we're still very close but we we did a reunion tour in 2017 i guess it was yeah um so we did a reunion run which was really fun and really satisfying And then, you know, things got crazy busy again. So we really haven't had a chance to find a, an opportunity to do so again. But but I think we will. It's just a matter of, like, you know, finding the right the right opportunity. How about uh, Static and Stereo? Update on that? Well, Static was the band that came together after Age of Electric. Static was was myself and my two brothers. Yeah. And we did one record together and then kind of split up. So we, we do stuff. I mean, well, we do stuff. We... we, we We uh, we did a thing for an event I had a while ago. They they gave me a star in Vancouver to on their on their Walk of Fame, which was really nice of them. Nice. So that band played for the first time together in a million years. <laughs> um, wow! But yeah, it's one of those things where I'm so busy with everything I got going on that it's hard to imagine too much about going back. 
Static Hysteria was around 20 years ago, 22 years ago now. So Yeah, 90s. Uh, it's hard to imagine. Early 2000s, yeah. Um, yeah, 2001. 2001, okay. Mm-hmm. Will we see Heroes and Monsters on the Road uh, on tour soon, anytime? Well, we're, we're going to Italy for about a few weeks worth of shows. Um, and then I think um, Will is off doing Evanescence. So once there's a window of opportunity to do so, I think we'll be able to kind of do some more. So I'd like to see her uh, come over here to the States and do some stuff would be great. Yeah, be, be cool for um, us fans, yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be really cool to get out and... and, and, and and play of that stuff but we'll see yeah i i think it'd be uh it's kind of a, a play it by ear kind of situation see how it goes and we'll go from there the music sounds great uh three piece sounds just it works great will you guys be adding a a, a fourth guy or just uh one guitar player fine like that i think um for now i think we're a three piece i think that that sort of was part of the charm of it is is yeah. i always like that power trio thing you know yeah and um rush but i yeah. think yeah, exactly. I think that we, um, a lot of that might depend if we decide to move forward and make another record or something like that. You never know. Maybe we might need a fourth guy. Who knows? Um, but in the meantime, it's sort of, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll see. I, I, yeah. I think right now, for now, we're a three piece for sure. So besides Heroes and Monsters, what's on your agenda? What's next for yourself? Well, Tuke is ongoing. We have stuff coming up in February um, and new music coming as well. And then, um, and then, uh, yeah, next year has, I mean, this year has a whole bunch of other projects kind of up uh, along the way. Tracy Guns and I have a project together that's coming out in the spring. Cool. And, yeah, that's a cool record. It's really, really exciting. And, um, yeah, and then when I'm in Vegas, I play in a thing called Raiding the Rock Vault at the Rio with my friends from Dio and White Snake and bands like that. And Yeah. We play um, cool old classic rock songs and have a blast. Wow, you're just super busy, huh? You just don't stop. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's important to keep cool. moving. You know, yeah. I, I try to keep moving as much as possible, for sure. Before we let you go, uh, would you like to send a message to uh, your fans listening to this podcast? Um, yeah, please. I, I really appreciate everybody checking out new music. I'm always happy that everybody's still there. I really can't wait to see everybody out there on the road at some point. Hopefully, we'll uh, cross paths all these years later, still doing it and still managing to find each other. It's very exciting. Big love. Awesome. Thank you, Todd. Appreciate your time, and uh, I'm looking forward to listening to the full uh, Heroes and Monsters record soon. Awesome. You got it, brother. Take care. Pick it up. Enjoy the album Heroes and Monsters, self-titled, by the way. Uh, You can find this album on all streaming formats. On YouTube, you guys can stream their videos. The latest, latest, newest video that we spun earlier by the name of Break Me, I'm Yours. So, anyways... Uh, that appears to be the, either the fourth, I believe it's the fourth single from their self-titled album, Heroes and Monsters. And uh, the band is comprised of Todd Kearns, of course, Mr. Steph Burns, excellent drummer Will Hunt, that you might know from Evanescence, amongst other projects. So anyways, it's an all-star team for sure, uh, coming straight from Frontiers Music SRL, Frontiers Records. And a big shout out to them. A big shout out to all the guys and to all of you guys and our friends uh, that have tuned into our podcast, uh, whether it be through iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube channel, and so on and so forth. Thank you guys and girls for your complete support. I truly, truly appreciate it. I do mean it. There are so many uh, different podcasts out there. 
and it's a tough competition. I'm not here to be the best. Uh, I believe the best guy out there is Eddie Trunk, uh, who is my idol as far as podcasts and broadcasting and radio. And so anyways, uh, big shout out to Eddie Trunk if he ever listens to this stuff. So uh, we look up to you, Eddie. Keep going and keep rocking and uh, bringing us those awesome interviews. But anyways, uh, this is That Metal Interview you're tuning into. And uh, thank you guys for your support. For those of you that listened to this last part of the interview and don't cut it off and chop it off towards the end, huh? So, but I completely understand that. So anyways, enough blabbing away and uh, pick it up, heroes and monsters. Thank you, Todd, once more for uh, stopping by and chatting and promoting your newest, newest project, Heroes and Monsters. And don't forget to support his other bands and projects such as Slash featuring Miles Kennedy and The Conspirators, of course, amongst other projects that Mr. Kearns has. And don't forget to keep it metal. (laughs) 